Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions, and math of money so that you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you fall on the income or wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you that we are now fully loaded on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and I would absolutely love it if after this episode, you paused and took a moment to give us a rating and a review on this and previous episodes. Thank you so very much. Okay, to today's episode. What is your decision-making style? So for a little bit of a backstory, I was having a text message conversation with a friend and he was telling me about a decision that he is contemplating. And he was telling me how it takes him about two years to make some decisions, the likes of which the one he was contemplating. And I chuckled, you know, smile emoji, because I totally could relate with what he is sharing, because it took me two years to make a similar decision as the one he was contemplating. And it also took me two years to decide to cut my hair. (laughs) Now, what you have to know is that I have been natural since 1995. But what you also have to know is that in 1995, I was still at Bankers Trust. I was still working in the private bank. And so kind of, you know, travel back in time, travel back in time to 1995 and envision working in as conservative as a banking environment as you can imagine. That's where I was. So. I leave the office on Friday and I've got my relaxed hair halfway down my back. I come in on Monday and I've got a Caesar because, you know, you got to cut all the relaxer out and you got to basically start all over. So I won't share the name of my managing director at that time, but I will share with you what he said to me because I will never forget it. It wasn't good morning. It was, wow, that's radical. So you have a sense of what I was dealing with back then, and you also have a sense of how far we have come since 1995. But back to my friend. Again, we're having this text message exchange, and uh, at some point in it, he dubs us the slow deciders. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually really, really true. And it's not true for every decision that either of us makes, but it is indeed true for certain types of decisions. And it got me to thinking, A, how we make decisions, not only he and I, but you as well. Like, how do we collectively make decisions? And as importantly, how aware are you of how you make decisions? I mean, if we want to be really simplistic about it, When you're making a decision, you're simply saying yes to something or no to something. But that's if we're being really simplistic. If we want to get really into the nitty gritty of it all, that yes or no, man, that has a lot of depth to it because it's connected to your identity. It's connected to either how you see yourself, how you want others to see you, or perhaps a combination of the two. 
And so the reasons that I wanted to spend, you know, a few moments talking about your decision-making style is because fundamentally, I do believe that how you make a decision in one area of your life is how you make a decision in other areas as well. So when it comes to work, how you make decisions about tasks that you will take on or projects that you will take on or how you will move and progress throughout your career, that is also how you make decisions about money. You may not necessarily you know, see the parallels so evidently um, in the moment, but when you pause and take a step back, you might be able to see some overlap and some similarities. I also believe that it is important to understand how you make decisions because those serve as a starting point for figuring out if that style is working for you in the situations that you are applying it to. So are you a hasty decision maker? Are you one that makes decisions based on fear? Are you a slow decision maker? And what are the circumstances under under which you are those things? And are they working for you? Do you like the results that you are getting? Because fundamentally, I also think that your decision making style, it not only drives your choices, but it also influences your assessment of the quality of those choices. So John Scheinerberger, (laughs) That's a tongue twister, right? John Scheinerberger wrote a book called Yes or No, How Your Everyday Decisions Will Forever Shape Your Life. Now, full disclosure, I have not read the book. I've only skimmed it. But it is the book that I take this list that I am about to share with you from because he describes seven decision-making styles. I have an eighth one to add to that. But let me first tick off for you what his seven styles are, and then I'll go back and tell you uh, a little bit more about them, and then I'll share with you the one I would add to the list. So his seven styles are list approach, data-driven, gut reaction, story living, spiritually guided, collective reasoning, and passive undecided. So back to the top, list approach. I happen to think that this is more along the lines of, you know, creating a T account. So you get a piece of paper, you divide it in half, and on one side you have the pros, and on the other side you have the cons. List approach. Data-driven. That's where you are collecting data. You're getting some research. You're getting some hard numbers to help you with making a decision. Gut reaction. That's how are you feeling. That's, you know, what's going on when you think about your solar, what do they call it? Your uh, solar plex, I think it is, when it comes to your chakras. Like what's going on in that area of your body when you're making a decision? Next one, story living. Are you making decisions because of the story that you will be able to tell on the other side? Spiritually guided. Are you the kind of person that will pray and meditate for direction before you make a decision? Collective reasoning. Do you rely on others, like gathering opinions from other people and getting a group consensus as a way of helping you to decide what you should say yes or no to? And his last one, passive undecided. 
And this is really like decide not to decide. (laughs) And I really kind of dub it as, you know, no decision is a decision. But those are his seven decision making styles. And I would add to that another one, which is mind mapping. If you've been listening to a number of our episodes, you will know that I am a huge proponent of using the tool of mind mapping as a way of getting things out of your head and thinking things through and helping that, that, using that process to help you come up with a decision. And maybe for him and maybe elsewhere in his book, he does uh, reference that and maybe he includes that in his list approach, but I wanted to make sure that that I added that to this list of seven. Here's, Here's my challenge to you. And what I would love for you to do over the next couple of days, pay attention to the decisions that you are making and how you are making them in general. And then where do you see some overlap in those observations as it pertains to your money? And then are you satisfied? And if you are, if it's working for you, that's fantastic. That's great. But if you are not, then what would you change? What result would you like to see and what would you change? So again, the challenge to you is to pay attention to the decisions that you are making and kind of map out, well, how did you arrive at that decision? In general, look to see if there are overlaps when it comes to the decisions that you make with money, whether it's quote unquote, a small decision or a quote unquote, a big one. And then again, are you satisfied? Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for making the time to tune in. And always, I want to know, what did you find most useful? What was your takeaway? And how did you apply it? And again, please leave a rating or review because that does help us. And be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E. M Timmons, T-I-M-M-O-N-S. And if you heard last week's episode, the greatest greenback advice ever, (laughs) that's where I shared pearls of financial wisdom for college graduates, primarily new college graduates, um, know that that has turned into a new offer just for college graduates. And it is called Pearls of Financial Wisdom for College Graduates, and it is a multimedia experience. So you can go to my site to check out all of the details and um, either make a decision to buy it for yourself or for a loved one. So you can go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pearls dash of dash wisdom. So again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash pearls dash of dash wisdom. There's a video there. You can get all of the details and then make a decision as to whether or not that's right for you or for a loved one of yours. As always, until next time, remember it is about more than money. 